Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Red Room Podcast. Man, new week, new content. It's been a minute, but we are back, bruh. Uh, first and foremost, man, follow the Red Room Podcast on our social media outlets. Facebook, just type in Red Room Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, man, just underscore the Red Room Podcast. Personal social media site for me, man, follow me on Twitter at Applejacks94 and the producer for the Red Room Podcast, Jahari, man, follow him on Twitter at J-O-R-O-I Harris, man, for sure. And this week, man, we got a good episode lined up for you, bro. Some classics, they hear in streaming services, uh, more music that just been all around in my rotation as well as new music from max o'cream west side gun and currency bro and you know possibly some upcoming music too so we're gonna talk about it all uh as always man good episode coming for y'all y'all just tune in episode 74 the red room podcast let's go Alright y'all, like I said man, welcome back I know it's been a minute since the last episode Bro, all kind of things been going on You know, that's just life uh, But we're going to make up for it with this episode Bro, we are back uh, But what I've been doing though, you know Had a had a couple things going on for real in the family Then, uh, you know, I did have some good times over the past like month Shit, went uh my high school, had a tailgate uh, Finally they put money into my high school. Like, we got shit rocking now. Tailgate was lit. We had the whole grill, tent set up. whole situation was lit, bro. Bottles, bill, people. It was dope. It was a dope environment. Shout out to Russell County because we damn sure needed that shit, man. We coming back up on the map. I promise you. Um, listen to all kind of music. Shit, new music just been dropping left and right. I've been listening to a bunch of old stuff, too. Just been revisiting stuff, so... Uh, and also, I've been watching a lot of TV, man. One thing I told myself, well, not a lot of TV to be like, hey, nigga, you probably need to do something else. But I've been telling myself I was going to be up to date and stick with my shows and shit. And I just put some off and end up not watching it for like a year or something like that, bro. So that's what I've been on for real, for real. But without, you know, any more interruption, we're going to hop into the episode for real. Like... Yeah, like, uh, first off, I do want to say that, uh, you know, rest in peace to Colin Powell, man. Um, Colin Powell was the first black secretary of state, uh, five-star general, real black history, man. Uh, he passed, a few, he passed, I think, a few weeks ago, and, you know, major, major toll, bro. I, the old generation, the older people in my family, they really felt that shit, man. People kept telling me they were like they remember when he got sworn in, and you know it was a major turning point for the black community, man. So, Colin Powell, you will be missed, man. Condolences to the family, and on to some music, uh, streaming services, man. Streaming has starting to like started to get to what it need to be, man. Because you know everybody, you know streaming ain't that new. People, everybody been streaming music and whatnot, but. It's more so been the music that came out when streaming got popular. So, like, heavy 2014 and up. It been, like, albums like that. And I appreciate that they starting to put a lot of the old shit on there, man. Like, Aaliyah, uh, her, her whole catalog finally getting put on streaming services. Well, it's on streaming services now. Uh, that finally happened. And it just... She had a bunch of back shit going on with lawyers and all kind of shit, but... She on streaming services now, bro. And 
Live Love ASAP is now streaming on um, on all music services and shit now. This day 10 year anniversary. It's good to hear ASAP Rocky, you know how he used to be and shit, man. Like I that's one of my top ten albums, straight up. That's that it's up there. So Love Live ASAP is on the it's on streaming services, man. Like streaming services have really turned up. They've been putting all kind of music that everybody want to hear. And Mac Miller Faces, my favorite Mac Miller album of all time, finally made it to streaming services over the past like two weeks. So shout out to streaming, bro. It's been going good. And I find it funny that Aaliyah got put on streaming services and uh, right during that whole thing, or, or, or Kelly got removed from all streaming services. So that shit funny as hell to me. Uh, but we just at that point, man. We, we at that point to... Uh, Classic music that we would call classics like Aaliyah, uh, stuff that influenced us heavy when we first started listening to music for real, for real. They put, finally putting it all on streaming services. They just filling in the gaps because a lot of stuff been on streaming services, but you know they just didn't have everything, bro. So now they filling in the gaps and getting to the nitty gritty and getting all the good shit in there. So shout out to them. And also, y'all know how like the previous generation. Uh, people like musicians always end up sampling the previous generation's music uh, or the generation before that. Like, it's wild to see now that we are now in the era where the 90s music is being sampled, the 2000s music is being sampled, the early 2000s music is being sampled. It's wild. Like, we are seeing this in real time, and this is what... This is real deal what people be like when like, hey, you getting old, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, that's what I really feel like now. Cause they sampling shit, man. Like they said they sample nook if you book, dog. Like, come on. For real. I was in middle no nigga, I was young. I was in elementary school when this shit came out. And now I just feel old, bro. It's a sample now. But yeah, that's the sample life. Also, shout out to Lupe Fiasco. Food and Liquor, uh, great album, monumental album, album that inspired people to be different and spit them rhymes at the same time, inspired people to do you. It has finally gone gold. After all these years, man, Food and Liquor has finally gone gold. That's a slept-on-ass album. Lupe Fiasco put his whole foot and a half in that bitch. Uh, underneath the flowers, bruh, oh my god. Kick Push, this is a real deal dope-ass album, bro, because it got hit after hit after hit on it. So, yeah, that's the throwback album for the week, man. Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor, y'all gonna check that out. But we finna get ready to hop into the actual albums that dropped, albums I've been listening to, man. Uh, we gonna dive off first with West Side Gun. West Side Gun, man, I don't know told y'all. Y'all know the whole Griselda spiel. Y'all already know what they be on. West Side Gun, all them being consistent. But West Side Gun, first, he put out Hitler Wears Hermes 8, Sincerely Adolf, Side A. Side A was that deal, nigga. And then a couple weeks after that, he put out Side B. And there was no way that I thought Side B could be Side A. In my head, I thought it was going to be like a deluxe or some shit. I don't know what I was thinking, man. But Griselda, they really do shit different. When they say side B, nigga, it's a side B. And they ain't, he ain't playing with it, bro. So, 
before I get too far off and go on a tangent, man, this album do got two parts, like I'm saying. They released about, you know, about a month apart. And I ain't going to say which side is better. I'm going to just leave that up to y'all to decide when you give this album a run through. Or these two albums a run through. Like, what's our gun? Y'all already know he got, a, he got a unique sound. And like, I know what I'm in for when I listen to him. But the intro for both of these uh, albums were good. The quality, the inspiration, go get some money, talk uh, type of vibe, man. And of course... It got that grimy-ass, you know, shit sound. Oh, my God, bro. It started off so hard with that song called Mariota. Uh, then, what I feel like got me completely invested in the side A after that Mariota, man, was the fold cover. And I was booming this shit heavy when it dropped, y'all. I mean, when you got in my car, that's all you heard was that side A, Hitler Wells Hermes, bro. I played from the top to the bottom with the skits and all, nigga. Even the Richard Mill. Or the Richard Mille motherfucking interlude. I listened to all that shit because it was good. Um, but anyway, further down the album, further down that side, A, you know, it was the same good old shit from West Side. He had a lot of, you know, features from, uh, you know, Stone God Cooks. I think it was like four or five songs that he had on there. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't disappointed in it at all. Any of the features. Uh, then, Psy A, man, like, he got Jadakiss on that bitch. The Right Now track. Bodie James, Sauce Walker. Uh, see, he got, bro, he got Sauce Walker on this song called West Timer. Like, I know I'm all over the place right now, bro, but this album was so... Like, good from side A and side B. So, when you talk about side A, you're thinking about some of the shit from side B because it just, it worked together so well, this side A and side B. Honestly, I'm glad he dropped this like this. But anyway, he got Sauce Walker on that song called West Timer, man. I say Sauce Walker, you know, he slept on heavy in the rap world. Uh, he got Wayne, Bush Money. Uh, uh of course, he got Benny and Conway on that bitch on 716, and then they end the side A. And yeah, I ain't even. I, I did listen to the albums eventually, like straight down one after another, and then, you know, I let them flow into each other. And the shit was flawless, for real, for real. Full, flawless transition with Brody Lee, and then they ended. They ended the uh, side A and flowed straight into the intro, man. It felt so good, just that flow from one to the other. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have been mad even if the fact that both sides are like so different sounding. But I wouldn't have been mad if he just made that one big ass album because all that shit just sounds beautiful. I don't even like long albums, but I would have tolerated it for that point right there. Uh, for the side B, uh, the side B, it, it was damn near regal, man. Like, side A was grimy, but that side B, as soon as it started playing, bro, it's just, you felt like a rich nigga. You felt like listening to side B and just psh, end on how you start, man. That, that's where they at. That's where he was at for that album. He ended side A, and then he started that side B, and it was lit. Uh... He really was on some Wu-Tang shit, man. The boom, boom, bap. And if you 
if you understand like what I'm saying, like don't make sense to y'all, then I get it. Whenever you hear it, you'll understand. Whenever you listen to this album, man, the future, the features on that side B, he got Jay Electronic on that Free Cutter, uh, which is one of my top two songs on that album. Probably he got Two Chains on Forest Lawn, uh, Forest Lawn. That's another good one. And then the rest of the featured artists was uh. What was his name? Heem, Chase Fetty, Match Homie, Ark Caesar, uh, Billy Esco. I wasn't too familiar with all the artists, but at the same time, I'm slowly, you know, checking all of them out. Because none of them had a bad verse for real, for real. So, y'all, they didn't gave me some other uh, artists to peep out. And also gave me, like, uh, he put me on to that. Uh, what was that damn song? I don't know, bro. It was a song with a dude named Rome Streets. And yeah, I'm peeping this. Uh, I'm peeping out that artist, man. Stones, Rome Streets. And what else, man? What else? What else about this album? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. West Side Gun got my boy Larry June on this guy. He got Tyler the Creator on that bitch. And they both going off. Two good ass albums. Uh,. Two, they had two good ass albums this year, man. You know, Tyler Creator and Larry June. And the side B was a little longer than side A from the first album that he had put out. It was at 20 songs, but I went mad for real, for real. Like I said, the side B was just regal sounding, and the side A was on that grimy shit. So it all melded in together eventually. And for on the real, y'all need to respect that man, Conductor Williams. He done produced most of these two albums. He did his thing as he always do. Whenever you hear that conductor, 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 just know that the song finna ride. The whole song finna go hard. And, yeah, it's finna go in, bro. So, shout out to that man Westside Gun and Conductor and his team for putting these two parts together, man, because both of them hard. And I told y'all, man, I've been listening to, you know, all kind of just random little singles and shit they've been dropping to lately, man. And a single had finally dropped from Masego, man. Uh, for the people who don't know Masego, man, he's a he's an all-around, well-rounded artist. Like, he's a musician, artist, producer, all that in one. And uh, in my opinion, I don't think Masego get his just due for real, for real. Uh, last year, he dropped an EP that I ain't seen nobody talked about. It's called Studying Abroad, and it was amazing. But uh, before I get off topic, the single was called Garden Party, uh, and it featured Jid and Big Boy, out of all people, man. A duo that I'm glad to see together because it just, you know, it's like the Atlanta circuit of music just become, just coming around circle for real when the younger and the older Atlanta artist Link, who actually bought some shit. Uh, I do hope this song goes somewhere for real, whether it's a Masego album uh, or something to prompt Andre 3000 to put, you know, the pen to the pad. Uh, I know Earth Gang, they working on finishing up their next album, Ghetto Gods and Spillage Village. Uh, they rumored to be working on some shit, too. So who knows what we'll see in here in the future, man. I'm just glad to see that we got Big Boy out here dropping verses, G still doing shit. Earth Gang, they always promoting their shit, man. They working on their next piece of work. So, who knows? This might be the beginning of something, man. It might be the little spark that everybody had needed in the Atlanta world on the other side of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? But, moving on, man. We're going to get to my boy Max O'Cream, man. 
Mr. Betty Crocker, Mr. Bucky doing Docker, man. Mr. Max So Cream, he dropped his album Way to the World this past Thursday. And Maxo fans been waiting on this for a while. Because his last album, Brandon Banks, shit, it was the shit, man. You know, that was back in 2019. And bro really put some gas out and disappeared. Like, straight up. He really put some gas out and he fucking disappeared. <laughs> like, it was wild, dog. But I've been seeing interviews and shit. And he said he'd been going through growth, uh, trying to move on from the streets. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. Trying to get his life and shit in another direction. Which I feel him, man. But... That nigga still putting out these hits, telling these stories, and the shit is hard. Because this album right here was some gas, man. Uh, this shit was some gas. Maxo deliver the content that I want every single time. You can definitely see his growth on this album, production-wise and life-wise, like I told y'all. Uh, he didn't always spit that street shit that's relative to him and where he done been through, you know, when you look back at his discography, man, Maxo really ain't got a single flop, single-wise or complete project-wise. Like, all of his shit go in. Listening to this album, I can confirm that Maxo is on my list of, you know, one of the best storytellers, man, in this shit, for real. Like, you feel like you in the streets with bro when he's spinning about that shit, man. When he's spinning about a day in the life of Maxo on top of a solid 16 songs, nigga. Like, bro, you feel like you damn near in the album. Solid-ass number of songs on the album, man. Uh, the only He only got four features out of all the songs that he do got on there, uh, and all of them hit. Uh, from CC featuring Manello. Uh, I never heard of that nigga until I heard that song. And he's straight. You know, uh, he, I mean, she's straight. He put me on her. Honestly, she probably got one of the better verses out of the featured people that's on there. Uh, like, I can't judge her overall as a rapper for real. Because, you know, this is the first time I'd have heard her, but uh, she pretty solid, man. Uh, but like I said, she killed that verse. Then Streets Alone featuring ASAP Rocky. It was a good little verse. It was straight. I liked it. It was just good hearing an ASAP verse that wasn't on some extra shit that didn't make no fucking sense. How far away that nigga had strayed from what the fuck he was 10 years ago. But I'll get into that shit another time. Another story for another time. <laughs> but anyway, it's always good to hear a little solid thing from that nigga these days anyway. Uh then what I look like had a Freddie Gibbs verse on that bitch. And his outro is featuring Don Tolliver. That Don Tolliver joint is that shit, bro. Don Tolliver, I don't know, he ain't even doing much. Don Tolliver ain't even put that much input into the song except for like them bars where he's singing on the hook and like the little small little you know, in the windows and shit he put in there and a little small little verse, but Don, he killed that shit, man. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie. Don Tolliver, he do be surprising me out here in these streets. I don't know why, because, like, I know he a good artist, but I, I don't know. Like, whenever I hear him with other people, it's just weird for me. I, I have no clue why, but that's how it is. Uh, from song placement, the production, rapping, beat selection, album length, all the factors that just make this album a winner in my book, man. Uh, you know, you always got those one or two songs that you'll skip or take off an album. Well, on this album, I ain't got, I ain't got like a single song that I just take off. But if I absolutely had to take one off, it'll probably be the one with Canelo, and that's if I absolutely had to. Cause that shit, you know, it still went in. The song was good, man. Uh, this is the real definition of a no skip album. 
They got one hell of a storyteller. Maxo always going to get a Houston sound. And like I said, he gave us trap. He, he didn't gave us trap Houston before. He didn't gave us the chopped and, chopped and screwed Houston uh, on this project. He didn't gave us that before, man. But one thing I am happy that he did give us on this album was a mix of both of those. And he gave us some of that slow swing in Houston, too, bro. That's what I personally like. That's the shit I personally like from Houston, man. So, that's why I'm at with that. Shouts out to Maxo Cream, man. Way to the world. That album, I definitely recommend y'all go peep that bitch out and let me know what you're thinking about that hoe. Thank you for tuning in to another week of the Red Room Podcast, man. As always, you are much appreciated. You can follow us on our official Instagram at underscore the Red Room Podcast on or on our official Facebook page, man. Just type in the Red Room Podcast. As always, bro, we practicing positive vibes out here. Good people, good music, good vibes, bro. Protect your mental and stay safe out here, y'all. Tune in next week. <laughs>